Welcome to I Used to Watch This, the podcast where we watch our favorite shows from the 70s and 80s and see what we think of them today. Here are our hosts, Mike Forgetto and Mike Sullivan. Hello and welcome back to I Used to Watch This. I am Mike Forgetto. And I am Mike Sullivan. All right. Do we get that intro good this time? Nice and short, <laughs> short and sweet. Yeah, we're cutting into it. <sighs> Whatever. Hey, uh, all right. We're just going to jump right in, Mike. What are we doing today? All right. This week we're talking about Columbo. And we're, we're going back a little bit, right? Because we, we wanted to start from the, the beginning. Yeah. Uh, so we had to go with the 1968 made-for-TV movie, right. uh, Prescription Murder. Prescription Murder. So a little bit before our time. Um, but to kind of know this, you got to start from the beginning because he does change a little bit over the years. Um, I mean, personally myself, I can go through every single episode of this, but there's already a podcast that do that. I've already looked them up. <laughs> I don't want to <laughs> step on anybody's toes that'll probably do it better than we will anyway. Um, but, uh, we're just looking at it from our perspective, but, uh, yeah, so it's a little bit before our time, but, uh, it's. Where you got to start? You got to start at the right. beginning, right? Right, and I think I think it makes sense because um, you do gain a little bit of perspective on the character. You know, going mm-hmm. back to this, um, you kind of it's like an origin story almost. You know, you see a yeah. little bit about you know his his style, and it 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 makes sense. Like for the most part, I hadn't watched Columbo until some of the, like the the later. I don't even know if it was in the nineties, like the. Columbo specials that they had on, I think it right. went from yeah, they kind of put movies out, yeah. yeah. And um, so I used to watch those and I, I, I loved them. Um, but you kind of see where that style came from and you, you know, you see a little bit more about it, which we'll, we'll talk about as we yeah, go through. But I mean, but really, if <laughs> they are on every Saturday and Sunday night, Cozy TV and uh, Me TV both play like classic episodes, I watch those all the time. Yeah. Jen's, yeah. She'll be like, what, are you watching this again? I'm like, well, yeah, it's, it's a good episode. You can watch them over and over well, yeah. again. Absolutely. Right. Yeah. I mean, I've watched some of the classic, you know. Well, yeah. Ones, I'm just, but yeah. Haven't I, gone back this far. <laughs> the first time I saw uh, this particular episode. Yes. All right. So, yeah. So, going back, so it's uh, Prescription Murder, which <laughs> just the title is like really speaks to the era. Because remember, all those shows were like, and so I used, <laughs> I used to, not to be depressing, but when my mom was in the hospital, I watched a lot of these TV channels and like a lot of these old, those old, um, like, uh, procedurals and stuff like that. Like I'm talking like Perry Mason type stuff, stuff like that. Oh, yeah. It'd always be like tonight's episode, ding dong death, you know, it'd be always <laughs> something like that, you know? And right, like for right. a while, like <laughs> there'd be one, I wouldn't tweet exactly what it was, but I would kind of tweak it to make it more funny, but it really didn't have to be. Cause they were all just <laughs> these crazy things, but this yeah. is just like a prescription murder. And the thing is, this yeah. guy doesn't even prescribe anything to kill her, but whatever. <laughs> yeah, <right>. yeah, <laughs> it sure just sounded cool when they were putting it, yeah. it together. So. Yeah. And speaking of put it together. So I looked up some background. So directed by Richard Irving, who also directed the $6 million man pilot we did. Okay. Yeah. Um, and it's obviously, I shouldn't say obviously, Richard Levinson, Levinson and William Link were the writers, or the main writers. And uh, they did pretty much, I think, all, they were part of all the Columbo episodes, at least the classics. And uh, also did Murder, She Wrote, and Mannix, too. Oh, cool. So, um, you know, we can go into some of these people. But, like, some of the people I really recognize, I mean, besides Peter Falk, obviously, but... Um, but like yeah, the main know, guy, I, Gene Barry, I'm like, who is this guy? 
And, and who, who is that guy? Because I was thinking the same thing. I yeah. Just so and, and now you're probably thinking for something different than I was, because, again, this would be something I'd see with my mom. It was Bat Masterson, which he was like a cowboy, like renegade guy, like to help people okay. out. But he really wasn't like your typical tough guy <laughs> cowboy, as you can kind of see from this character. He, you know, he was a little softer. I don't know. It's hard to explain. But um, uh, but then the other people, like Aunt, the one guy that we, I guess we can get to it later. But anyway, Tommy, the guy who's they pick up in the uh, as a confession. I'm like, I just oh, see yeah, this yeah. guy. He was like at a ton. He's always like the bad guy. But he was in uh, Blue Thunder and Naked Gun Two and a Half. <laughs> <laughs> But like the other people, the women, I don't really recognize that much. But I guess the wife, she was big in the '40s, and she also did a bunch of um, like those TV quiz shows, and she was did a lot of stage work too. So oh, okay. Stage direct, and like the other lady, the younger one, um, she was in a lot of stuff, but nothing that like jumped out at me. I didn't really recognize her. But again, we're talking. Yeah, I didn't. I didn't recognize her. Sixty-eight. So yeah. Right. But uh, right. she was half the doctor's age, by the way. So anyway. Okay. All right, so that's all the background. We can, you know, we can t- touch more on that if you want. Yeah, um, yeah. So, so I mean, before we get into the, yeah. the show itself, this was a long one. It was almost two hours long. Yes. Um, so, you know, I imagine if you're watching with commercials, it's easily two hours. Yeah. Um, but it, it was long, and at times it was complicated. <laughs> yes, it was. <laughs> it, this was no – yeah. It was deep. Yeah, yeah. So this, yeah. And and I told my wife after I watched this, I said, you know, out of, out of all the shows we've done before, this has been the most interesting yeah. television. Oh no, and totally. I, and I said, in fact, like t- to date, this is like one of the <laughs> most, this is one of the best shows. This even this particular episode is one of the best episodes of television I've watched in a decade. It's, <laughs> it's been it's it was so. Wait, just you're good. saying you're saying this was even deeper than Knight Rider? <laughs> Yes. Yeah. 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 Knight Rider was a cartoon compared to this. But, um, yeah. And it was meant to be, you know, not knocking on Knight Rider. That's no, right. what it was for. It wasn't meant to be a deep, you know, but deep he, dive into stuff. Yeah. So. But even like the later Columbo's, like yeah. this one oh, struck me. This is no. just good TV, you know? Yeah. Like they don't make them like this anymore. No. And like those ones, like especially like the, um, like there's a couple, um, uh, people on Twitter and stuff that, and stuff you'll see too. There's people that are really into Columbo. They'll say like those ones from the late '80s and '90s. They're really nowhere near as good. They're yeah. not. They're they're a little lighter, I guess you could right. say. And even oh, some yeah, of the absolutely. classic ones, he can be. They can be lighter in the sense of the way of um, Peter Falk is, but the the story is always still kind of deepish. I guess yeah. if that makes sense. Yeah. yeah. But uh, all right. Yeah, so let's jump. Let's jump into it because there's plenty to talk about, right? Oh yeah, totally. All right, so it, so we open at like some swank dinner party um, where they're playing. I don't know what they're playing. Some type of charades, but right, that's what I said. Charades like, too, but they called it something different. Yeah, like Botticelli or something. I don't know what they called it. Yeah, I didn't do any. I didn't look. I didn't spend too much time on that. And I'm wondering like, if that's like, <laughs> is that just what people called charades back then? Maybe. Maybe. You know, I don't know. But so they, they're clearly establishing, you know, this this guy who turns out to be, you know, one of the main character in the in the show. Um, he's a psychologist, and the person he's portraying is is you know someone who wrote something with Freud that like no one else in the room would know. Um, but he, he's they're clearly establishing him as an intellectual at this point. That that's what I got from that. Right. Oh, yeah, definitely. And I think the wife even says, well, now that my husband's proved how smart he is, <laughs> let's go on to the party. 
<laughs> yeah, that sounds right. Um, so yeah, so then the, the, the lights dim and someone wheels a table in with a cake with sparklers and they're celebrating the 10 year wedding anniversary of this shrink. Um, it, his name turns out to be Ray. I, I don't Ray have his Fleming. last name. Yeah. Ray Fleming. Yeah. Um, and his wife. And right. Which by the way, that cake was a giant fire hazard. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It wasn't there candles. Like, there were like Roman like, candles. On there, like, yeah. there was this, it looked like an electrical box gone bad. It was like sparking everywhere. But, um, and then she's wheeling it across the room, which, you know, just adds to the danger there. But, um, but as soon as they like, you know, Oh, the cake, uh, anniversary, he gets a call. Right. So he gets a call. He's like, Oh, I'll be there as soon as I can. Um, and it, it's a patient. Um, so he says, and he's basically got to leave his own party right. to, to go to this, which of course the wife is kind of pissed. You right. Know? Well, right. But, but before, he, before he even leaves, like his one friends comes out, he's like, Oh, it's a 10th anniversary of your horrible mistake. <laughs> oh yeah. Right. And yeah. then he's like, Oh, I'm just kidding. You know, was, you know, he's like, Oh, come on. He's like, Oh, I'm just kidding. You know, yeah, you guys are best couple. I know here's the 10 more years. I'm like 10. That's it. You know, they're going to give him 20 years. If you make it another 10, you're doing okay, buddy. <laughs> but I guess if he was 50 already, you know, back then, pushing it to 20 years if you're, you know, another 10 years if you're 50, uh, you know, and smoking like a chimney, that's probably a lot to ask. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah. So, yeah. Maybe a little foreshadowing there when he's like, oh, to the worst mistake you've ever made. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> but, but so, yeah. So then he ends up leaving. He's like, oh, my, you know, my patient's having an anxiety attack. I, right. I need to go. And his wife's so, like, you're not a family doctor. You don't have to run off whenever they need tranquilizers. <laughs> like, jeez. <laughs> Wow. <laughs> a little cold, but yeah. I know. So then in the, I guess in the next scene, you know, he shows up at, you know, so-called patient's house and it's a, a girl swimming in a pool, mm. Joan, who is a, a, I guess, a actress uh, trying to break into Hollywood. I guess. Uh, yeah, right. And then uh, she's in the pool and, and she comes out and, and, you know, they go into a kiss and he says something, he's, he's at one point says, I should strangle you, which you know, a little later you'd be like, what this guy uses that term pretty loosely, but, yeah. uh, you know, for calling him out, you know, at his own party. So, uh, but you know, they're, they're happy and, um, he gives a, he gives, or she gives him a big hug while yeah. she's all soaking wet from the pool. Yeah. His suit will be fine. And, you know, without saying it, it just sounds like they're planning something, right? Cause it's right. just something like. Tomorrow's the big day. Yeah, um, well, cause, and she even says that. Well, I called because I was confused. I'm like, well, why did you call? What does that mean? <laughs> but then, yeah, they're like I even said they're they're making plans probably to murder his wife. They don't really say, but exactly, it's, they yeah, kind of allude to, to something's right going here. down. Yeah, right. exactly. Right. He's going over things like, you know, um, oh yeah, but sorry, uh, yeah, he yeah, that's right. They met because he. <laughs> yeah, I'm getting ahead of myself. Sorry, but. Uh, she became his doctor because she was an actress with problems. You know, that's how right, they, right. they met or something. So anyway. Yeah. Yeah. So then, you know, after we kind of get the hint of what's going on there, uh, Ray Fleming, the shrink returns home. And at this point it's it seems clear to his wife that she knows he's a cheat. And, <laughs> yeah. You know, she's it's like, like one in the morning when he gets back. <laughs> yeah. Oh, I didn't expect you to be up. Yeah. Well, yeah. What did you go? What exactly did you do to your patient to get rid of the anxiety <laughs> that took till one a.m.? How long did that take? 
Um, so she tells him, you know, you're sleeping in the in the guest room. Right. And I thought this was nice. She turned down the bed for him. I was like, oh, really? <laughs> but, <laughs> That's the cold shoulder. You actually, but you turned down the bed. I'd be like, so I, a couple things about that. One, yeah, I didn't even notice that she said she turned down the bed. That was nice. Um, two, she's in the house with sunglasses on, waiting for him. <laughs> Did you notice that? <laughs> oh, I didn't. Yeah, I didn't the, notice and that. I, they. They didn't have those type of sunglasses that changed intensity or changed darkness yeah, based yeah, on light. Right. So that was it. But um, so like you said, so, you know, he's going to have to go sleep in the guest room. Well, I'm looking. There's only there's two beds in there. So who cares? <laughs> Why does he need to sleep there? It's just it's not going to be in the same bed. True. true. <laughs> but this yeah. was the late 60s. They couldn't show uh Couples sharing a bed, even though every parent who was watching this TV show was sharing a bed with their spouse. So I don't know. And they could show a spouse meeting his mistress, but um, yeah, but heaven forbid they show one bed in the bedroom. (laughs) Right. Yeah. (laughs) So so she kind of fills us in, and she's like, she gave him a choice six months ago. If he didn't stop seeing this girl, she would destroy his life by scandal and you know ruining his practice and blah blah blah, and, and and then. You know, he tries to say he wasn't, he was with his friend discussing the case. And he's like, yeah, you know, you're friends with his wife. Why don't you call her up? And she'll tell you. I was there. So he walks away and she starts dialing. <laughs> he's like, ah, oh, shit. <laughs> <laughs> he comes back. He's like, all right, hang up. Um, but it's not what you think. Um, so he's, he, 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 I don't know how, like, weaving one story into another. Basically, he said, no, that's not who I met. I met Dr. Like, Gonzalez or something like some generic Mexican name. You know he's from Mexico, so I wanted to ask him about our trip to Acapulco, and she's like, "What?" <laughs> exactly. So he just like he just lies to her like three times, and then you know, third time she's like, "Oh, that's that I sounds like that. more believable and better right. than the than you were cheating on me with some hussy." So when it's it's playing in her favor, so she's like, "Oh, okay," and then. um you know, I think they were they were going to leave the next day or something. Like that's how yeah. quickly he was planning things. Yeah, and you know, and then he tells her to go to bed. He's like, <laughs> you know, I'm I'm going to read for a while. Like clearly, he wants some time. <laughs> yeah, right. Because he hasn't been up long enough. Um, so then they play some like I, I don't know some kind of music that implies <laughs> that she just wants to jump him right there. Right. Um, yeah. Yeah. Basically, she's like Ray. <laughs> And he turns around with like a Mr. Roper look on his face. You yeah, know? but he's kind of like, like not really into it. It sounds like. Yeah, right. That's what I mean. He's like, <laughs> or it looks he like, it's... like he's like, oh, oh, that's what you mean by Mr. Roper. Okay, Mr. Roper had a couple <laughs> yeah, different looks. <laughs> yeah, that's true. <laughs> You're thinking of when uh-huh. Mrs. Roper was calling him in, not when yeah. Chrissy was calling him in. <laughs> exactly. I got exactly. you now. So yeah, so then you know we we kind of cut from that, and the next day he's at his office, right? Um, and oh, is is that when was the actress there then? The mistress in his office when he shows up? No, but they they cut to her already in there. He's I oh. think in the office I think, and then but then she's like, okay, you can go in and see him now. But yeah, she's okay. basically there already. Yeah. All right. So she's complaining, and he's like, well, here's a sleeping pill. Take this. Yeah. Here I got this bunch in my cl- in my drawer here. <laughs> Just give these out like candy. Yeah. It was, again, like, it was the sixties. You can give them out to anybody. She's like, hey, I got an audition, so I can't. Um, and it's like, oh, you know, all right, let's run through the plan again. Mm-hmm. 
So, you know, he's a stickler for detail. So, um, you know, what, so what, what they kind of lead on is that it sounds like she's going to dress up like the wife with a wig and they don't reveal much more than that at this yeah, point. Yeah, well, she's going to have to take the bus to his house, but get off a few blocks early, walk to the rear of the building, and then ring twice for the penthouse so that way he knows it's her. Oh. So oh. they did say that stuff. Okay. So, yeah, they but, have a plan. And, then, um, and at this point, I'm like, so she isn't very cool with this. And, right. But at this point, and I, again, I've seen this before, but I haven't seen it in a long time. I don't know why I was like shied away from this episode, but like you said, it was really good. But I wasn't sure if she knows that his plan is to kill his wife yet, or, or if it's just like if she just thinks it's some other scheme. But it's yeah. apparent later that she does know. <laughs> yeah, so. yeah, and she and she's nervous as hell about the whole thing. So right in the meantime, and, you know, and then she leaves, and like they do a close up on him, like trying on some new gloves. <laughs> right. They play like, this I like guess real those are going to be the murder, the murder weapon. <laughs> yeah. He's putting on these like, like some like weird theremin or something. Yeah, <laughs> he's putting on his gloves. <laughs> like okay, so yeah, so then they cut to the house, right? And the the wife, they're both getting ready, I guess. And uh, he's trying to do his cufflinks or whatever, and she comes over and helps him, and she's looking for her her blue wool dress, um, but she can't find it. So I'm like, well, calling out the blue wool dress that must you know, be a main point in this. Right. Yeah. Um, and, and then this is where it's kind of confusing because there was a whole lot of crap going on at the house all <laughs> at one time. Um, she's looking for the dress after she helps him get ready and then she can't find the dress. And then she, he, he says, call the maid. Yeah. Make sure, make she's, sure coming. she's coming. Tomorrow. Yeah. And I'm like, what the hell is that all about? So she calls the maid, uh, and then she goes behind the bar to make a drink and he walks in. All right, stop Wait, me but, if I'm getting going. But, yeah, yeah, okay. I just want to back up a little bit. So now, again, you're not going to be able to hear this. But so one point I wanted to make, which I just found kind of some weird, I don't want to say dialogue, but just it was, you know, I think it was showing them, not like they did this poorly. But um, <laughs> so when the, he was getting dressed, you know, she said something like how she has to help him out, you know, and – um Oh yes, I and then this. they have some weird talk about money and how he married her for his right. her money. And so I have a clip of this, and I know you're not gonna be able to hear it, but it's a uh, I'll, I'll let you know when it's over. But it's I just thought it was kind of funny. I never saw anybody work so hard, including you. But I didn't have to. My wife had a rich father, and you married me for my money. Not yours, darling. Your father's. I like to think you love me, though, didn't you? Of course, I did. I married you for your money. Or she's like, you marry me for my money. Well, your father's money, actually. <laughs> she's like, I thought you loved me. He's like, I, he basically, like, he doesn't say I guess, but yeah, it's not. <laughs> yeah, it's not playing in her favor, I guess. No, exactly. But anyway, I just thought that was weird that they called, they literally said it to each other. Like, <laughs> they married like, you jo- for your money. Jokingly, he's, <laughs> yeah. he's being totally honest, but. Yeah, uh, exactly. But yeah, okay, then you're right. She fixes him a drink. And my question was, when the hell is this flight that they're now just going to have some drinks at their bar and then... Right, they're rushing to go. But yeah, I think, you know, in the 60s, everyone had a bar. You just pour yourself a drink uh, any time yeah, of day. Right, and we've already had this discussion. That's definitely how it was. Yeah. Oh, oh yeah. So she, she makes the drink and uh-huh. then he kind of, he walks into the room with his hands behind his back and he's got, he's got <laughs> yeah. those gloves on, you yeah. know, with the... Whatever. That's the music. Um, yeah. And... He's he's like reaches up. He's about to strangle her, 
And she turns around, so he stops. Yeah, I'm like, good... why, why? Why'd you stop? I mean, <laughs> not that I'm encouraging that he should strangle her, but I don't get the logic behind stopping because she's now turned around. Did he not want to look at her face maybe when he did it? I don't, maybe. Um, I don't know. He seemed to be – seemed like he would be okay with that. Based uh, on the way he talks later. Yeah, it doesn't yeah. seem like he gives a shit. Yeah. But I don't know I don't if it's know. more effective to do it that way. I'm not – I yeah, mean I don't know. I'm sure he had his reasons, but he stopped. Let's see. Yeah, I then he tells sp- her – so she will turn away. He's like, oh, close those sliding doors over there for the oh, right, thing. Right. And that's when he goes and strangles her because now she's turned away again. Yeah. And, and again, again, not like – too much shit is happening in this apartment at one time. So, <laughs> yeah, because so then the phone starts ringing. Yeah, he's in the middle of strangling her, and then the phone rings. Like, Jesus. Like, let's just finish something here. Yeah. And um, so the, the, the phone rings. I wasn't sure if he was going to stop to answer it. <laughs> um, Hold on right there, honey. I'll be right back. <laughs> uh, but then I thought, I'm like, this is pretty violent. As he, as he, they show her hand, like, grasping onto the curtains. Yeah. Like a tight grip. Right, and then then you see it, you know, go limp, and then like fall on the piano keys. Yeah, uh-huh. I'm like, I, I, I noticed yeah, that same thing. He killed her. Yeah, uh, so that was rough. I mean, even for you know 1968, that seemed rough. And then uh, you know, so <laughs> then he picks up the phone. It's Bert, right? What uh, Bert calls to see, you know, how are you guys doing? And um, so he's like, oh, she, you know, whatever. The wife's not there. Give my love to Cynthia. You know, I'm, I'm, we're going on our trip. Talk to you later. So th- this is the part I really liked is after he kills her, gets off the phone. Um, now he tries to stage it like a crime scene. Right. Yeah. Right. So he he breaks the glass from the outside. He's like taking her jewelry and at least he was smart enough to break it from the outside too. Yeah, I thought that too. I'm like, that was but that cool. glass. It broke. I I don't think that was like fake stage glass. No, it was shit. like it was, <laughs> like, was like a window. Sliced. Yeah. <laughs> so anyway, yeah, but yeah, he sta- yeah he takes the other jewelry and stuff and throws it in a suitcase, so it looks like a robbery. Yeah, he's he thought this right. out definitely. Yeah, he grabs a bag of laundry. I wasn't sure where that was going, but right. But my question to- at this point was: so he they make a point of saying he lives in the penthouse, which in my mind means they live at the top. Right. So, how was someone supposed to get to their patio and climb in through the window? <laughs> Good question. <laughs> they never It'd talk about a, that. Like that's what I would use. <laughs> yeah. A you cat know, burglar. One of, those, one of those that's like Hudson uh, Hawk, hydraulic or something that shoots out of a gun and I don't think they had pulls those in you sixties. <laughs> um, but yeah, so yeah, he, so he stages it. Yeah. Um, and maybe that's like what gives Colombo the. This is, you know, this is bullshit because. Well, they never bring that up, but yeah. Yeah, but he doesn't want to give away his secrets, but it's clear that he knows something's up. Yeah. But anyway. So oh, he, he also undoes the bedding, so it makes it look like she was in it. Remember? Oh, yeah. And he yeah, kind of like sits on it and bounces on it. Yeah. So, like, it punches, looks like wrinkled punches up. Punches the pillow a little bit. This is <laughs> yeah. where her head would be. Then, then the actress shows up, right? Right. At some point. Yeah. Yeah. She um, shows up right after that stuff. Yeah. Which is. I don't know. It seems like a bad bad idea to ever show up, but I think it has to happen, right? Yeah, they have to, to leave the, together, be seen leaving for the together. plan to work, right? Well, that's why so, she came in the back. Right, right. You're right. And and he asked her to, you know, hey, go call the cleaners. Again, I'm like, this is weird. But so she calls the cleaners to make sure they're going to make a pickup. 
and then then I like he breaks into his psychology thing because she's the the girl's like, I don't look anything like your wife, and and he's like, well, you'll be dressed like her, you'll you know, people will you'll be with me, so people will think you are her by association. Right, they'll see what they want to see or something like that. Yeah, right. Yeah, yeah. So that's the plan that people are going to think she's still alive as they head to the airport. Yeah, no. but now so when she calls, you know, she's got her gloves on and all that kind of stuff. He gives her gloves, right? And then it was weird. I just think it was weird when they left. He's like, turn off the light. You know, he made a point of saying that several times. And I'm wondering if that was supposed to be a trigger too. Like, turn off the light, turn off the light. But anyway, mm-hmm. the the camera cuts to the phone and you see a glove still on the phone. Yeah. And all of a sudden, like, he's like there. Like, he just appears there. I'm like, well, did he like, you know, did he come back in or did he just like magically appear there? Yeah, I think he came back in because the door was open. Yeah, but I, I know it just I was kind of weird. Too. But I'm I think like, they oh, just made it to show that, you know, he's smart and he's making yeah. sure he's got everything he, covered. He is tying up the loose ends, right. you know. And I made a note of here, we are 26 minutes into this episode and we have not seen the title character yet. Right. Which, was, this was the way that Columbo always was, which you would never see a show like this nowadays where the title character wouldn't show up, you know, was like a third of the way into the show. Yeah, but this makes perfect sense. No, you know, it's, you know it's, it's, yeah, no, it totally does. Like, there's no reason for him to be involved until right, we exactly. just set this scene, you know, yeah. and they don't jump right to some guy killing his wife. They totally build up to it, which right. is, exactly. is gotta awesome. give you the so. reasons why he's killing her. <laughs> yeah, you, yeah, you gotta feel for the guy a little bit, but, um, no, she wasn't bad at all. But anyway, so, <laughs> So yeah, so I yeah I think you know he, he they were showing he was tight tightening up loose ends, making sure nothing was outstanding. Then they he go was to the a airport. Brilliant guy. He's brilliant. He's an intellectual. And um, they go to the airport, and the, you know one of the first things is his bag's thirteen pounds over. And the thought that came to my mind is, damn, they weighed the bags way back then too. I know that's right. I said the same thing. I'm like, shit, they had this problem back then. Oh, yeah. So. So he's like, yeah, just put it on my card, my credit card. It's maybe because cool. it was an international flight. Maybe that's why. I Could wonder be. if it was more. Uh, it was different yeah. for that. Anyway, I, well, yeah, I wasn't even born yet, so I don't. I didn't do any travel <laughs> then. But me neither. <laughs> so, I certainly um, didn't go to Mexico. Yeah, and the girl's super nervous, right? She's like a basket case at this point. <laughs> yeah. Um. So then they they get on the plane, and I don't know. He says something. She's like, how are we going to do this or something? You know, I don't know. And he's like, you're an actress. Just act, you know. So, And she actually did a really good job, I thought. Oh, they, totally. So they, got, yeah. they got into a fight, like yeah. a, an argument. And she sounded very confident and, 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 you know, played the role well. And then she got off the plane. You know, I was like, maybe I won't go with you. and Maybe you shouldn't. And then, you know, so she bolts off the plane before they close the door. And so, you know, that – then makes it look like she stayed home, he was gone, and then she was killed while he was gone. So right. the crime has been staged right there. Yeah. Yep, so. exactly. They show her like watching the plane go. And then I think they right. even show her at this point, they show her go back to the apartment and put the dress in the bag, right? Yes, she puts the dress in the yeah. laundry bag. And that's right. why they wanted the laundry picked up so she could have that in there. Right, right. Yeah. And then we right. cut to him, uh, the doctor in Acapulco fishing. And uh, some guys just like throwing like chum in the water to get the fish riled up. He must be, I'm like, is he fishing for jaws or what? But you know what? I've never been deep sea fishing. I don't know if he was like, what, swordfish or sailfish or whatever. I don't know if you put that in there for that. 
I don't know. Maybe Miguel was trying to kill them all. I don't know. Yeah, maybe. I, maybe it's just dumping some trash. I don't know what he was doing. But, <laughs> yeah, exactly. Uh, it wasn't even like to get the fish all riled up. He's like, uh, and I think <laughs> I think Colombo even makes a point later about throwing shit in the ocean. Like, yeah, it's yeah. a big ocean. Who cares? Well, yeah, people do it all the time. Yep. But, um, but uh, but then yeah, he tells Miguel, "Hey, go get us some lunch." And as the guy leaves, he like. They show his tackle box or whatever that has like all the beers on top, and underneath it's like this candlesticks and the jewelry, and he just like throws them in yeah. the ocean. Just throws it in the ocean, and then and then when he comes home, so that I mean that's it. You see him dump the stuff, and then he goes he goes home. And what do I have? Oh, when he goes home, I'm thinking, are the suitcases empty? Because I don't even know if he had clothes in them before. <laughs> he must have had some. He fill. I mean, he filled that stuff up. So. Yeah. Um, so he gets home and he sees a tape outline of the body when he walks in. Um, the window's boarded up. The window's boarded up and he, he doesn't really say anything. He just kind of walks over to it and then, you know, enter Colombo. Yeah. Finally, 32 minutes and 35 seconds into the episode. Yeah. <laughs> I made sure to note it. That's when it got good, I think. And then. Oh, yeah. I mean, and at first thing I thought, like, that, he was a young son of a bitch and that episode i mean he was oh wait how old was he he was 40 okay but he, he looks not, he looks like 25 he does yeah. he looks, he looks so young, young there yeah 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 so but, he he, he 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 then explains you know oh you know i got bad news someone broke in and tried to kill your wife yeah and he's like tried <laughs> <laughs> he's like what god damn it damn it <laughs> He's like, oh, yeah, she's still alive. You know, oh. we hope she comes around long enough to talk. Has she so, uh, said anything about anybody or <laughs> have I come up at all? Did she mention my name? <laughs> um, yeah, so, the, you know, it's, it's clearly it puts him on edge now because he's like, all right, she's alive. Right. She clearly, she and Chloe knows. even asks, he's like, maybe you should sound, sit down. You want a drink? He's like, no, no, no. <laughs> yeah, no, right. Yeah. He's like, shit, I need to know. But, yeah. So then, you know, which is nice, um, they're going to head to the hospital together. Yeah. Which is a pretty nice thing for a cop to go right. with Right. Well, guy. you know, give him a ride. Yeah. And then uh, the phone the phone rings again. Good Lord. <laughs> um, and he's like, you know, oh, um, move it to Friday or, you know. I yeah, know. yeah. <laughs> he just well, first kept... he wants to blow it off and Columbo's like, well, it might be the hospital. Oh, right, right. He's like, shit, okay. Yeah. <laughs> and of course, it's his girlfriend. What's yeah. going on? You know, she's not freaking maybe out they that don't, bad, but, but. Maybe they don't check phone records back then. I don't know. but They that, probably didn't have the capability to at that point. Yeah. So so she's like, what the hell? Are you with someone? And he hangs up on her. Yeah. Uh, which, you know, I, I get the plan there. Um, so they head to the hospital. And when they get there, the guy, the nurse looks up the wife in the Rolodex. <laughs> and it's like, no one can see her. Yeah. She's like, in the critical list. She can't take hey, visitors. I'm her damn husband. What the hell? You're you her husband see her? and you're there with a cop. I'm pretty sure yeah. you can get in to see. And he starts um, throwing names around. <laughs> Where's yeah. Dr. Blah, blah, blah. You know? Ben Arnold still admin of this hospital? <laughs> oh, you have the name actually? No, I just made that up. <laughs> oh, okay, good. But yeah, yeah, he starts um, throwing names around and try to get in there. But uh, So she does end up calling somebody. And I think while they're waiting, Columbo starts asking himself, like, you know, maybe you should uh, make a list of things that are missing in the house, you know? Oh, sure. Yeah, yeah. Because, like, I don't know. But he, And even then... 
like Columbo's talking. He's like trying to write something down. He's already doing the whole f- can't find a pencil thing. Yeah, yeah. He's like, you great. got a pencil? You know, that's a f- this, he mentions his wife for the first time. How yeah. you know she always gives me one at the beginning of the day, but I always lose it. <laughs> yeah, and then he goes. Yeah, he mentions her. You know, several times then throughout, just like you know he does in the later shows. Yeah. But- oh, and I even asked like even asked the doctor. He's like, so you were in Acapulco, right? He's like, you know, the police couldn't find you. We were trying to find you. He's like, well, I was in some little fishing village down there, you know, no phones, basically. Right. And, yeah. Oh, I, and then even – and then, again, sorry, I don't mean to keep cutting you off, but uh, <laughs> this is the first time you hear Columbo go, oh, one more thing. Yeah, uh, yeah. One we, more thing before I forget. We took a photo from your house. He's like, oh? <laughs> He's like, <laughs> we sent it to the stewardess, you know, by – what do you call it? Not photo facts. Photo – shit, whatever something they use like back. That. Photo telex or something like that. Yeah. And, uh, you know, it's not a good quality, but she identified it as your wife. And he's like, Phew. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, he yeah. doesn't say that, but that's what he's thinking. Right. Yeah. And then um, the D, the this buddy, I guess the shrink's buddy from the DA's office, Gardner. Yeah. Gar, Gar, uh, he shows up. Um, it turns out he's the guy that called. Oh, and this guy, too. I'm sorry. He, he I was like, recognized him, too. He's the, remember, I mentioned. Uh, the writers did a lot of uh, murder she wrote he was on murder she yeah. wrote oh really yeah like i don't know if like all of the like episodes but he's like guy, yeah, yeah like 50 some episodes of it yeah so anyway so, go ahead yeah so it turns out he's like from the da's office and um yeah. he he talks to colombo and he's like you know basically kind of telling him let's you know wrap this up quickly this guy's a friend of mine yeah uh and, and then he said you know he goes, colombo does one of those oh He's like, well, what? And he's like, well, I, I'm just thinking that, you know, the the doctor didn't call for his wife when he came right. in. And I, I have that audio right here, if you could bear with me, because I Fire, thought that was good, too. Fire that up. Yeah. Because, um, yeah, like you said, he says that, and then he's like, well, what's your point? He's like, well, I don't have a point. But yeah, right. It's a little bit of a long <laughs> clip, but these clips are harder to pissed, cut yeah. down because there's so much going on in each clip. But hold on a second. Here we go. Yeah. I was just thinking about something. What was that? No, it's nothing important. It's uh, Dr. Fleming. He didn't call to his wife when he came back to his apartment. I don't follow you. Oh, well, I was in the bedroom. I was checking some things, and uh, I heard him open the front door, and he didn't say anything. Gee, it's funny how people are different, isn't it? Uh, Now you take myself when I come home from a trip. uh, First thing I do is I say, honey, you here? Exactly what is your point, Lieutenant? Point? Oh, I wasn't making a point. It sounded to me as if you were. Point? Oh, I wasn't making a point. It sounded as if you were. <laughs> but is he would like the way he says is like, you know, it's funny how people are different, you know. <laughs> yeah, right. When I come home, first thing I do is call out to my wife, seeing what she's up to. He didn't say shit. And he didn't. You know, he walks yeah, in, right. he's like, just he's like <laughs> and obviously yeah. he knew what happened and he didn't know Columbo was in there. Exactly. But, you know. <laughs> yeah. So he just kind of calls that out. like, and, and this is where it's kind of becoming obvious where in some of the later episodes, Columbo doesn't like he, he says all this stuff and, you know, he's kind of playing dumb or, or like playing this attitude or whatever. Uh-huh. Um, but here it's it's more in your face. Like, oh, right. Definitely. Yeah, I'm saying this for a reason and you yeah. know it. You know? Yeah. That's, yeah, exactly. That's the vibe I get from it. Oh, yeah, yeah. Oh, no, I'm not making a point, dumbass. Of course I'm making a point. (laughs) Right, exactly. 
Exactly. <laughs> so yeah, he's got the DA all pissed off now too. Yeah, like, exactly. But um, so they go up to see the wife, um, and it, the cop. There's a cop sitting at the door, and he's like, he won't let him in. And it turns he won't out let her that, in because the doctor's in there and she's awake. Why yeah, wouldn't right. she get to go in? Right. She's awake, which but would Mike, be a good time to see her, but we're not going to let you in. Right. And the thing is, so they never say anything or never do anything. My question is, was she really? Was this all just a setup to see how he'd react? Oh, could be. Just, could you be. know, like at the end of the episode, same idea, right? Right, right. To see how he'd react and just the way he planned. She might have been dead already. And Columbus set this whole thing up right. because he knows that she probably – he probably killed her. Yeah, great point. But yeah, because we'll because the the doctor, I think the doctor came out then and is like, oh, she passed away. Um, but he's like, if if it's any consolation, the one thing she said was your name, <laughs> and it like so that goes your name, name, <laughs> name. <laughs> like, Shit. Um, he so starts yeah, sweating, beads of sweat yeah, for what I was. If this was like. <laughs> Yeah, if this was like a Naked Gun episode or whatever, you would like cut to him and just be sweat pouring down his face. <laughs> so yeah, so the, so you know, the next thing they they walk into uh, or the the shrink is at some outdoor it's art, like an fair, art or fair. Yeah, what the he's he like doing? strolling through this. I'm like, what? And then he runs into Columbo. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, like how does he know he's there? Uh, you know, so I guess maybe it was like midway to the office or something. So they they I walk guess. to his office together. Yeah, and Columbo's going on about his sister in law or something. And well, um, yeah, and this is like one of those things where he does all the time. Is he just kind of like eases the people in, right? He's talking about right, like is this where he's talking about like his cousins and some coffee table that looks like a kidney or whatever? Yeah, yeah. yeah and he has like I, no idea what's going on. Um, yeah, but, then that's, oh, that's, oh, that's, and, that's oh, where he pulls one of those. Yeah, but there's one thing that's bothering me. You yeah, know? but but before even that, one of the things like the first thing that one of the things the doctor says I should say is when they get back to the office, is you know he's like, oh, you're back working already. He's like, yeah, it's the first day back, and everyone wants me to hold their hands. I'm like, you're a psychologist. That's your <laughs> job. It's a little heartless. I'm man. like, he's got like no empathy, but I guess that's probably the point of the character. He's, he, and he mentioned that a couple of times. <laughs> there was another scene where you said something similar. But. Yeah, yeah, exactly. He's like, this yeah. guy's got no heart. He should not be a psychologist or a psychiatrist <laughs> or whatever he is. Yeah. Um, but yeah, yeah. So ex- exactly. This is when he's rambling on and all that kind of stuff. And uh, um, yeah, he's like, there's one thing bothering me. Uh, the, the, the weight of your luggage, it was 13 pounds right. over one way. And only yeah. four you know pounds what? on the plane. I, I got a whole clip of this like, too, but it's like a minute long, so I'm not going to bother it. But like it was empty on the way back, right? Exactly. <laughs> and he's like, "Well, why is that? You know what happened?" He's like, "Oh, well, I had a bunch of journals I took with me, and I read them. And why would I bring them home?" And yeah. he's like, "Well, they weighed nine pounds." He's like, "Well, obviously." He's like, "Well, I'm just trying to tie up loose ends. You know how it is." And he's like, <laughs> "He's like, like rambling too." Again. It, to make people think he's an idiot, is like, oh, it's quite a place that airport, huh? <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> what does that even mean? But that's the great part about the character. Yeah, yeah. And all the while, he's just like stabbing him with these little digs that, like, you know, I'm right. onto you, man. Yeah, you know? yeah. So, oh, and then so in this point, so yeah, so then at this, he's getting ready to leave, and I do have one clip here. So again, it's a little longer, but this is the first one of the times he drops the one more thing here um, when he talks about the dress. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. So here we go, because this is when he's leaving the office, so um, bear with me a second, and uh, you're not going to be able to hear it, sorry. 
Well, listen, there's one more thing. Uh, you don't remember what your wife was wearing that night, do you? Well, Carol had so many dresses. Is it important? Well, yes, in a way it is. Let's see now. Oh, yes, she was wearing a blue wool dress with brass buttons, if I'm not mistaken. Uh-huh, uh-huh, yeah, that, that's what the stewardess said. Uh, she's back in town, by the way, and I spoke to her, and uh, she told me your wife was wearing a blue wool dress with uh, blue kid gloves. Well, then that's probably it. No. Uh, that's funny, though. If, if she came home from the airport, what did she do with the dress and gloves? And that's when he's, so he's talking about that, right? And he's like, you know, what was she wearing? And the doctor tells him. And he's like, that's right. That's what the stewardess said. She's back in town, by the way. So your microphone's not on. And um, <laughs> <laughs> sorry, I can see thanks, Mike thanks, laughing. Thanks at, that out. I had to eat a cracker during that. Uh, <laughs> that tense that scene. But yeah, yeah, so it's another way. It's like he's kind of digging into him and see what he wants to, you know, see what he says. He's like, "Oh yeah, and by the way, the stewardess is back in town." You know, let him know that hey, I can show him her the real picture now, or let her see the Miss um, Hudson. Uh, I couldn't think of her name for a second. Yeah, you know, so but you um, get some sweating again. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, and then he does end up leaving, and uh, so what's her name is out there, and the the. The mistress. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, he, and she goes to him and he's like, oh, miss, what's your name, by the way? And she says what it is. And so I, what I, at this point, I went back to when the scene in the um, the penthouse when Columbo first meets and the phone rings. Because I was wondering yeah. if he said a name. And I was trying to see if he was putting names together. Okay. But it wasn't. I think he was just getting her name because he knew who the hell that was already. <laughs> but he, he knew it was the 2 o'clock appointment. You know? he, yeah, he exactly. Knew yeah, yeah. He knew, knew that. But he... You know, I think he knew right away that this was the chick. You know, he probably yeah. put it all together already. So yeah, yeah. So yeah, so the the mistress, uh, she she tells him. So they talk about the the dress, right? And she's like, and the gloves, and and then you can see some concern on her face, like, and then she doesn't remember, you know, what she did with the gloves, or she remembers that she didn't put the gloves right. in the laundry. So exactly. So now this complicates things for 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 them. So. So now she needs to go back to her apartment and get the gloves and go back to the doctor. So, you know, and they got plenty of time. Find cause, him. Yeah, because Columbo's supposed to come by after five, right? Right, so right. That's the plan is yeah. he's just going to leave so, now, blow off all his appointments again, and blow off all his patients, I guess. Yeah, right. <laughs> just reschedule all those sick bastards and <laughs> yeah. Hopefully, hope none of them are the too day. bad off after being, right. you know, uh, not undiagnosed but uh, untreated for two weeks while he spends the time in Mexico. I'm sure he just gave them all sleeping pills and, you know, while he was gone to hold them over. But, um, so yeah, so back at the apartment, she, she, she brings the gloves and they have a drink. And at this point I'm nervous. I'm like, damn, get out of there. Columbo's going to be there any minute. You know, he's going to show up early or something. Um, so I'm basically talking to my screen at this point. And then lo and behold, you hear, um, someone at the door <laughs> and the guy, the doctor opens the door. I don't know what Columbo was doing. Was he picking the lock? It seemed like it. Like he was trying to get in there. Yeah. <laughs> like, well, I think he had like a oh. key ring or something. Didn't he like from the super maybe? Yeah, maybe. I don't know. I couldn't tell what it was. I, you know, I didn't get a good look, but I was like, that doesn't seem legit. But he's like, oh, well, you gave me permission. I could come, you know, look for him. Yeah. Um, and so, yeah, I guess kind of bypass that, dodge that bullet. But, 
Um, so the girl goes and hides in the bedroom and Columbo's about to go in there to check. And again, the busiest apartment or, you know, whatever condo in the world, the doorbell rings and it's the cleaners with the dress. Yeah. But before, before even that, the part that was cracking me up is, you know, she was there. So he had drinks and then like he realizes there's two drink glasses there when Columbo's there. So he's like, kind of like hanging at the bar, like trying to cover him with his back. With his body. Oh, I didn't notice that. Yeah, he's like kind of sitting there. And then, you know, Columbo, he's like, doesn't know what to do. And Columbo is going to go back in the room. And he's like, well, shit, she's back there too. And I can't leave because there's two glasses. And then the doorbell rings. He's like, hey, can you go get it? I don't feel like talking to anybody. <laughs> yeah. Like, no. Yeah. You get it. Like, I'm my house. a freaking doctor. Yeah. But yeah, so so Columbo, you're right. Columbo goes to get the door and it's it's the cleaners. And he's like, hey, isn't that the dress your wife wore? And, um, yeah, so that's like, you know, score one for the bad guy because the dress shows up. He's about to leave. When he's about to leave, you know, no need to search now, I guess. He saw the gloves or something. They were on the counter. I don't know what happened. But he's about to leave. And, again, the phone rings. And it's for Columbo. (laughs) You know, he gets off the phone. He's like, hey, we got a confession. Oh, yeah. Yeah, so I was like – that threw me. I was like, what? Where is this going now? <laughs> um, but again, this could be, you know, Columbo again and just his mastermind detective. You know, I'm like, did he – the guy even said this to him at one point. But like did he put this kid up to this to just act through this? Um, but anyway, so they, they go back to the police department and they're interviewing this young guy that confessed and he's being interrogated. And my first question is – why is the doctor in the room with them? Um, I'm pretty sure they wouldn't allow that. Like if someone had killed my wife and then confessed and I was in the room with them, I would probably kill them. Yeah. No, they definitely wouldn't he, allow you in But there. he's just like all chill sitting there watching what's going on. But Yeah. Uh, and then, you know, after the interrogation, um, the he, Columbo in his nonchalant way, what do you think, doc? You know? Yeah. What do you think about this? Who do you think killed your wife? <laughs> and he's like, I don't, I don't believe a thing that kid said. Um, and then I think that's where I was thinking what the doctor was thinking. I'm like, I think Columbo had this kid do this to see what the reaction would be. <laughs> um, so they, they discuss it. And, and, the, and the doctor even says, you might have staged this, you know. Thinking, right. You know, yeah. And, and, and Columbo pretty much gets in his face and he's like, why would I do that? Yeah. You know, with yeah. kind of a fuck you stare right back at the guy. And this well, is what I'm like. We even this, said, yeah, go ahead. Sorry. This Columbo's a badass. Yeah, like, exactly. I, I love that. Yeah. That was and, just so cool. And like, you know, he, he even says, he's like, I think I get the impression that you think I killed my wife. He's like, who, me, what? <laughs> no. <laughs> You know, and he even says, yeah. he's like, you know, well, maybe if not me, maybe I hired somebody. Maybe I hired this kid to come to the house and do it. He's like, he's like, oh, no, I already asked him. <laughs> yeah, right. That's what I mean. Like, he's not afraid yeah. to mess with this guy, you know. So he's like, he's just constantly like badgering, like these little pokes at the guy. Eventually, he's got a break, right? Um, so, the, so the doctor, I don't, did anything else happen in that scene after that? I don't know. Uh, I think that, well, Colombo does ask him about fishing and that's when he talks about dumping stuff overboard. You know, people do that all the time. He's like, did you take your journals with you while you were fishing? (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Um, Again, constantly digging at the guy. 
Yeah, but no, um, that's pretty much that was pretty much all that happens in there. Yeah. Yeah. So then the the, the doctor's like he's had enough. He's like he asked the DA to get Colombo off his back. Like yeah. he figures like it, he's pretty much home free if he had anyone but Colombo on this case. Right. Um so you know, the DA's like, yeah, you know, if he's bothering you, I'll do that. Um so you know, we'll 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 do that. And then um I don't know, like a, the very next scene, Columbo's there at the doctor's office and he like calls him out on it. He's like, yeah, somebody asked to get me off the case. Yeah, right. <laughs> like that's the last thing you'd expect is a guy to show up in your face. Um, so I like that. And then, you know, they're kind of going back and forth a little bit, like a little, I don't know, like, you know, who went up to kind of. Uh, and then the, he asked the doctor to take him on as a patient. Right. He's like, ah, you know, people, people <laughs> say, you know, I bother them. I irritate them. <laughs> I make them nervous, you know? Yeah, yeah. exactly. The problem yeah. is, he's like, I think the problem is I'm suspicious of people. <laughs> I'm like, why did I get taken off the case? <laughs> he's like, I don't, I don't trust anyone. Uh, so then, the, you know, the, the, the doctor tells me, you know, you get out. And then I don't know how Colombo shifted this, but he, so the, the doctor like calls out Colombo is like, you know, thinking that he murdered his wife and whatever, and then he well, offers him a drink. He wants yeah, to like no, he's him out well. He even he even says to him because like Columbo's talking, still talking. In you know, um, you've been talking to a lot of <laughs> people these days. You're most persistent, you know. And he's like, he tells him, he's like, you're the most persistent person I know. He's like, but you're likable. He's like, you're like a sly little elf. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Then he's like, how about a drink? Yeah. And I'm like, what's he trying to do? Butter him up? And Columbo's like, okay. Yeah. And he's like, what do you drink? He's like, what do you want to drink to? And he's like, how about you and me? Columbo yeah. says that. I'm like, whoa. He's like, oh, you got a lot of books here. Do you read murder mysteries? He's like, those aren't like real life. They catch them all the time. <laughs> yeah. You know, trying to let them know that like, you know. He's just playing with. It, yeah, you know? exactly. And the, and the doctor then even says, he's like, you're a textbook example of compensation. He's like, what do you mean? He's like, you always pretend like you're something you're not. You know, you take people by surprise. And, and he's I like, thought the doctor's that doctor's analysis right there, yeah, was perfect. You know, yeah, yeah. And he even says he's like, he's like, oh, doctor, you got me pegged pretty good. He's like, well, now you're trying to flatter me. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, um, and he's like, can you it, tell? Can you tell what makes someone tick when you never even met them before? And he's like, what are you talking about? He's like, you know. So then they basically turn into like trying to break down a hypothetical murder, right? Yeah, like profile a killer. In, uh, yeah, exactly. And they even say, like, this guy, you know, he's probably educated, right? Smart, he's got courageous, and all that kind of stuff. Right. And, you know, he even says, and Columbo even says, like, the one thing that bothers me is this guy took a life. He's like, wouldn't that make him insane? Right. And again, he says, no. You know, it's morals. Who cares? You know, that's nothing about sanity. <laughs> oh, yeah. Jesus. It's, it's pragmatism, I think that's what he said, right? Is, I, I can't remember now, but exactly. Yeah. But yeah, it was, he's like, if it's his only solution, he uses it, which is right. again what she said to her at the, at the penthouse. Like, this is the only way out is to kill my wife. I'm like, Jesus Christ. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe you should consult a couple people. Yeah, exactly. There's got to be some other way. way. <laughs> um, a good lawyer, maybe. I don't know. But, um, yeah, and and then Colombo mentions that the, the he's like, you know, in in this case that the murderer is an amateur, and you know the cops, we have experience. We, right. We okay. Do this I, times. I have a little clip of that. Hold on, I got some yeah, of that here. But yeah, exactly. Because like, you know, you only have like one time to get it right if you're the murderer. Basically, saying this guy only has one time to get it right. 
But hold on, let me play this little thing. What I mean is, you know, cops, we're not the brightest guys in the world. And, uh, of course, we got one thing going for us. We're professionals. I mean, you take our friend here, the murderer. He's, he's very smart. He's an amateur. I mean, he's got just one time to learn, just one. And with us, well, with us, it's, it's a business. You see, we do this a hundred times a year. I'll tell you, Doc, that's a lot of practice. I tell you, Doc, that's a lot of practice. But basically, like letting this guy know is like, hey, we do this a lot, so we're gonna find whatever you screwed up. <laughs> yeah, like we're the pros, you're the amateur, right? Yeah, exactly. Um, and then the shrink comes back with, you know, this hypothetical kill. You know, that if, if I did kill my wife, you wouldn't be able to prove it, right? And like, wow, this is like a precursor to O.J. Simpson right here. Yeah, so I'm like, all right, <laughs> Colombo's been a badass up to this point. Yeah, but here I got to give you know one point to the to the right psychopath. So <laughs> the psychopathic psychiatrist. <laughs> yes, and yeah. even here it says, "Hey, just stay here, relax, stay in my office, look around if you want, have another drink. I'm so going to head out. Yeah. Just make sure you out. turn the light out when you leave." And then that, and, did. that, and that was one thing I was wondering too. When it says turn the light out when you leave, I'm like, was that going to come back? Like when they found her dead, that all the lights were off. Because he oh, turned all the lights off yeah. when he left, was that another thing that probably triggered that's, him? Yeah, that never came up, but that no. would have been uh, that would have been good. Yeah, you know, like I wonder why the lights were off when you know. Yeah, exactly. Ah, <laughs> uh, but At yeah, least the bedroom light uh, would have been on if she was in there. Yeah. So the next scene, um, I don't know, Columbo's eating a popsicle in the movie lot. Uh, <laughs> the good humor man's there. Yeah, and he so he's. It's, Stops the the mistress slash actress, and he's like, you know, brings her somewhere to talk, right? And you know, asks her to help with the with the doctor's case. Tells her to sit down, and um, he's like, you know, I think the doctor killed his wife. And then she seemed she reacted, and he's like, you seem stunned. Yeah. And, um. She she pulls out a pair of glasses and oh he pull, he pulls out the, the glasses the sunglasses yeah yeah and like, I wonder who these belong to and then she's <laughs> nervous as can be at that point right right I and mean, he's like why are you afraid of sunglasses you never seen sunglasses before <laughs> <laughs> what's your problem yeah he's awesome yeah and, and he even she even slips up she's like you aren't even on the case why are you bothering me he's like well how do you know I'm not on the case if you haven't talked to the doctor well I haven't right. seen him he called me. Right. Does he call Ray, you often? Ray called me. Yeah, exactly. Uh, yeah. Um, so, but, oh, yeah. And he even says that he didn't get taken off the case for real because his boss, you know, his boss, when someone tells him this, he knows there's something up and they've hit a sore spot. So he wants him to keep working at it. Right. Yeah. So his boss doesn't go for that crap either. So that, no. I, don't, I don't know if we ever meet his boss. No. Uh, but. Um, but yeah, so she wants to call her, her lawyer and, you know, he's like, well, you know, why do you want to do that? But, you know, if he wants to know what the charge is, it's accessory to murder. And, you know, basically she pauses and he's like, I, you know, I want to take you to the, the stewardess to see if she identifies you. Right. Yeah. You don't have the wig, but with the sunglasses, if you don't, if you, even if you don't put them on, she might still recognize you. Right. Right. So, she, yeah. So she gets all he did over that and he's like you know let's let's go downtown um but she's like no you know if you're not gonna arrest if you're gonna arrest me arrest me and he's like you can go um before that though before he even says that though he says something along the lines of 
you surprised me there by being strong. He's like, yeah. but you are the weak link. He's like, day after day, I'm going to be here hounding you. Yeah. Be following so that's, you. That's, yeah. that's a promise that right there. He says, you can go. Yeah. But. Oh, yeah, yeah. Then, yeah. And then he lets into all that stuff. That, yeah. Like, I, you know, I will be on you day and night and you will break. And, you know, eventually, if not today, tomorrow, if not tomorrow, the day after. Right. Like, totally interface about it. Which, which, which was funny because then, you know, there's these show her coming out later right and he's just sitting there smoking a cigar and he like you know points to one guy who follows her in the car i'm thinking this is like a week later i was thinking it was the next day (laughs) right but it wasn't it was the same day i think (laughs) because even when they say something because when later they end up going she's at her house she's like he was there today to see me i'm like this she broke down that fast (laughs) (laughs) good point good point anyway yeah. So, um, and she has a really nice house for a seemingly struggling actress. Yeah, that's true too. But I'm sure Ray's throwing her a bone here and there to, you know, keep the <laughs> no place pun nice. Intended. No pun intended. Um, so yeah. So the, the next day, she's 30 minutes late for her appointment, and so so the doctor has a secretary call her. Well, but even then, so when she call, she calls him that night though, and freaking out, saying, "There's there, you know, he was oh, here, yeah. there. and he's like. Just come in tomorrow. Just sleep it off. Regular time. Yeah, yeah, just don't don't bother me with this right now. I can't come over there. Put on some music right. and have a drink and chill out, basically. Right. But yeah, right. then exactly. Then they call. Okay. So yeah. So then she doesn't show up, and the secretary calls, and she he makes her call back a second time, and the doctor takes the phone and what and um, I forgot exactly what happened, but. You know, it's so clear it that she committed when the suicide. when the secretary called. It was she said it was a man from the coroner's office was there. He's right. like, "Oh, you right. must have called the wrong number. Call it again." And that's when he picked, takes the phone and then right. he ends up going over there. Yeah, so he goes over there, and like right as he does, they're like pulling her body out of the pool. Basically, yeah, yep. So her her dead limp body out of the pool, and Columbo's there, and he's like, "Yeah, she stuffed herself with barbiturates." Um, he's like, you know, I, I, I interrogated her. I, I, I pushed her too far. Yeah. Um, you know, basically taking some responsibility for what right. happened. Uh, but it would, you know, but she did it for the doctor. He's right. telling him, you know, he's like, like, we both killed she, her. She did it for you. Right. right. Exactly. And then, you know, pr- pretty much the doctor's, you know, free and clear at this point, you know, um, he, he, he won, he won up to Columbo but he didn't get the girl. So he was like, well, you didn't get what you wanted. Yeah. You know? Yeah. So it's, this is where like Columbo is a master. <laughs> so he, he gets the guy. He basically positions the guy to say, I, I didn't want the girl. I, I didn't love her. You know, that was basically, she was just a tool. You right. Know? Yeah, exactly. And, uh, yeah, and and if she didn't die in the pool, uh, she would have died in a staged accident. At some well, basically, point. yeah, he's saying you would have had to marry her. Yeah, and he's like, no, it wouldn't. Why would I have right. to do that? Yeah, and that's when he, yeah. So I got a little clip of that, by the way. So where he talks about that. All right. She helped you with the murder. You'd have had to marry her. Not really. Something would have been arranged. Like an accident, maybe? Always planning ahead, aren't you, Ray? 
always planning ahead, aren't you, Ray? Dun, dun, dun. <laughs> <laughs> He's like, yeah. oh, shit. So that was cool. <laughs> so, so yeah, she shows up, you know, in her dress, and and then they. It turns out they used a lookalike, right? Uh huh. To fake her death, which exactly what they did. Exactly. He like did the same trick back at him. Exactly, and it, so when it, when it was done, and then the actress decides she'll make a statement, yeah, and pretty much very screwed. Um, yep. And then my the last note I wrote on this brilliant episode like i i I ended this and i just i loved it i was like this is fantastic (laughs) i just put colombo always wins (laughs) (laughs) clearly it touched me a little bit differently but um yeah i thought i thought this was great i loved it um no yeah definitely it was a good one and like i said i haven't i haven't seen this one in a while um i was i kind of shied away from it because it was an older one he was a little bit different but it definitely was a good episode. Uh, yeah, great episode. Yeah. I, I love that character. <laughs> I love the fact that he wasn't as, um, I guess as coy or, uh, you know, the fact that he was occasionally like really challenging the guy. Right. Really. Yeah. Wasn't just all innocent. Like, Oh, then how did this happen? Or uh, yeah. it was like pretty clearly like, dude, you're going down. Yeah. And, you know, yeah. Here, here are just a few reasons why. Right. Um, uh, so yeah, it was pretty cool. Yeah, I liked it. No, so, no, yeah. definitely great. Thumbs up in my eye <laughs> book for this one. Um, yeah, so if anyone, you know, if you haven't seen it, I I recommend it. If you're gonna you know watch some some old show, this would be the one to this would be the one to watch. Um, if you're gonna great, watch a show from the '60s, this is what I recommend. <laughs> yeah, this is what I recommend. It may be the only show I watched from the '60s. No, um, but it was a good one. You've seen yeah, shows from the '60s. I'm sure I have. Gilligan's Island. <laughs> was that in the '60s? Yeah, yeah. Damn. Wow. It was black and white when it first started. Yeah, you're right. It was. It was. <laughs> but yeah, great episode. Um, prescription murder kicks off. I guess really not until a few years later came the uh, the series. Right. It was well, like it was 72. never really like a series. It was always like they did this movie of the week thing. So that's when they like rotated them and Quincy through and stuff. So it'd be like hour and a half episodes until then Quincy eventually became like a regular series series, like always an hour episode. But this one was always longer. Um, these were not always longer, but there weren't as many episodes a year. Like there okay. wasn't, this wasn't like an 18 episodes, you know, thing. This would be like four or five, six episodes a year, depending. Okay. Gotcha. Gotcha. But yeah, but, so between this and the regular rotation, was a couple of years though, right? This was I don't know exactly. You know, that's one thing I forgot to look up when the next one actually came out. But yeah, it might be. It might have been. Yeah, I think it was listed as like seventy two for for being a regular. Maybe yeah. Recurring show, but good stuff. But I have good all stuff. the DVDs, so if we need to watch, yeah, I got yeah. the whole box of every episode. So <laughs> <laughs> it was on sale once on Amazon for like fifty bucks for you know every yeah. single episode, like twelve DVDs or no, not twelve DVDs. I don't even know how many DVDs total. A lot. Yeah, it was hard. It was hard to find this one online. Yeah. Um, yeah. If anyone uh, needs, that's why I was glad I remembered I had the DVD. <laughs> yeah. If, if anyone wants a link, you know, I don't know, direct message me or instant message me, um, and I can send that to you. But I, I, I won't email post you because I don't know. Or email me. You can do that as well. We don't have your like 
I don't yeah, know. Yeah, don't have my personal <laughs> accounts. Um, yeah, email me and I, or, or post a comment or something. And I'll, yeah, and I'll, the email will be, I'll we'll have the email in the show notes as usual. Um, but anyway, yeah, so I guess that's it, right? Anything else you want to talk about this episode? No, no, that, that's it. This was a good one. Loved it. Yeah. All right. Well, don't forget, uh, we got our facebook.com slash I used to watch this. Uh, I used to watch this.com. Um, Twitter is I used uh, I used to two. watch this with number two. Uh, we, and Instagram is all spelled out. Um, I usually put the uh, Twitter handle in the show notes so you can find it there. Our emails will be on there. Um, did we forget anything? Don't think so. Yeah, don't forget uh, comments, likes, pass it along, do all that kind of good stuff. Ratings. Ratings, uh, yes. Feedback, whatever you have. Yep, we're always we're always looking for that kind of stuff. So uh, that's the end of the this episode. I used to watch this. I'm Mike Forgetto. I'm Mike Sullivan. We'll talk to you next time. Bye. Well, listen. There's one more thing. Uh, 